To work for peace is to uproot war from ourselves and from the hearts of men and women. Thich Nhat Hanh. You're listening to The Quieted Mind. I'm James Buckley. It's been a while, hasn't it? I don't know what it's been like where you are, but things have been pretty eventful in my life since I last did a talk here. My daughter, who was three years old when I first started The Quieted Mind, turned nine. My brilliant wife was accepted into and has now started a PhD program. I released a short album, or EP, back in June. And just a few weeks ago, my family said goodbye to one of our most beloved pets, a Shih Tzu named Ellie, who had been with us a decade after we rescued her from the streets. At the end of this episode, you'll be able to listen to a song from my EP called Walk Each Other Home, which was inspired by and actually quotes some of the words of Ram Dass and the 23rd U.S. Poet Laureate, Joy Harjo. It's a song about hope and endurance in the wake of loss, and it also references October, which makes it seasonally relevant. I hope you enjoy it. I can only imagine how much has changed for all of you since we were last together. A lot has been going on in the world in general, and at the top of my mind lately has been the ongoing conflict that recently escalated again between the nations of Israel and Palestine. Of course, nothing about this is new. This conflict has been going on for generations and is likely to continue for more generations. Reading the headlines has made me feel helpless. I've been grieving for Israeli and Palestinian families who have found themselves in the midst of violence, bloodshed, and forced displacement. There's been so much information and disinformation circulated about what's going on that, for the most part, I haven't had any words to express what I was thinking and feeling. Alicia Crosby Mack, also known as Alicia T. Crosby, is a justice educator whose wisdom I have followed for a number of years, and she recently posted this piece that gave words to my thoughts and feelings around the conflict impacting Palestinian and Israeli families at this time. I read it for you now, with her permission. When asked whose side I'm on, I can say from the depths of my heart that I'm on the people's side. I am on the side of those held captive by the machinations of terror, whose bodies and beings bear the scars of the trauma that settler colonialism, anti-Semitism, and xenophobia leave in their wake. I am on the side of those whose wails ascend to the heavens and whose tears bathe the ground as they yearn for reprieve from rockets, bombs, kidnapping, and apartheid. I'm on the side of those weary and afraid, angry and pained because their realities have them feeling pressed on every side. My solidarity abides with the people whose desires and agency get muted by the loud drumbeats of war waged by organizations, militaries, states, and individuals whose missions invite destruction, death, and stomp out life. When asked whose side I am on, I can say that I am on the side of all who understand that our liberations are intertwined 
and freedom looks like flourishing for all, not just some. In his book, Good Citizens, Thich Nhat Hanh talks about his experience serving people in Vietnam as he worked for peace in his war-torn homeland. There were moments during the Vietnam War when we were very close to despair, he writes. The war was dragging on, and we did not see any sign that it would end. Every day, every night, people died, and the country was being destroyed by bombs and chemicals. The young people came to me and asked, Ty, is there any hope that the war will end soon? At that moment, we did not see any hope. We were very close to despair because the war went on and on for a long time. So when people ask you a question like that, you need to breathe in and out several times. After having breathed in and out several times, I told the young people, The Buddha told us that things are impermanent. The war is also impermanent. It has to end sometime. But the problem is, are we doing anything to help end the war? If we allow ourselves to be overwhelmed by the feeling of despair or anger, we can't help. We can even fuel the war and make it intensify or last longer. So the question is whether we can do something for peace, whether we can be something for peace. Despair and anger are completely normal and natural in times of war and at times of great loss, personally or communally. But Thich Nhat Hanh, who was on the ground as his country was being bombed by Vietnamese and international military forces, whose own people were being abused and murdered, told the young people that they couldn't stop there. They couldn't let the darkness overwhelm them to the point where they were helpless to do anything about it. They needed to be something for peace. Many of you listening to this right now are probably a safe distance away from what is happening in Israel and Gaza right now, at least on a physical level. But it is still possible to become so overwhelmed by despair that we are no good to anyone, there or here. So, how can we be something for peace? Thich Nhat Hanh began with the mind. He said that, Would you produce a thought of compassion, of loving kindness, of understanding? That is peace. He then said that, When you do something to help the victims of war, the children and adults, to suffer less, and when you bring food for refugee children, these are the kinds of action that can help relieve a situation of suffering. He said that finding ways like this to practice peace, even in a limited way, can help you survive, to cultivate hope, and to not get overwhelmed by despair, and that your actions in the face of desperate circumstances can inspire others and save them from drowning in that sea of despair. Right now, there are a number of global relief agencies, including Doctors Without Borders, UNICEF, and the Red Cross, 
who are working within the Israel-Palestine region to provide aid, assistance, and medical care to people who are at the front lines of suffering. I'll link to a list from Global Citizen in the show notes for those of you who want to get involved and support one or more of these organizations. For those of us who are half a world away from the devastation that's currently unfolding, I think this is a fantastic way to take action, to be something for peace. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, may you be safe. May you be happy, and may you be free. Sitting at a kitchen table Two years before she passed Something in her eyes seemed to say She knew the answers the questions before we asked. I didn't think much at the time when she said to me, we are the earth. But then she said, one day I will be gone. And what will you remember? Now I realize she was the very Talking to me, talking to me, and I understand she never really left. She's still walking me
each other more. We want each other.